Come on, worship him. Testers. Come on, worship Thank him. you, Jesus. Hallelujah. When I was praying earlier, Lord, the Lord gave me the scripture. The blessings of the Lord makes one rich and adds no sorrow. And as we were singing, he said it's important today. He said right now we declare generations, Lord God, for you generations he said begin to declare for your household generational blessing generational 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 we thank you God we thank you God for the generations we call our children to you almighty God we thank you that they will walk the narrow path we thank you Lord God that they will walk the narrow path we thank you Lord God that they will come to know you Lord God in such a way Father God, thank you that you're dealing with hearts. Thank you that you're dealing with hearts. If your children aren't here or if they are, you need to call them forth. Even if they're not serving the Lord, even if they are, just bring them forth in the name of Jesus. We cancel every assignment against their destiny and we speak, Lord God. We speak destiny of you into their life, Lord God. We thank you for the generational blessing. We thank you for the generational blessing. Your word says that you set before us death and life, but you told us to choose life that we might live. And you said if we chose life, the curses would be lifted and we cancel every assignment of the enemy against this generation, against our children. We thank you, Lord God, for your blessing makes one rich and causes no sorrow. And we declare that over our generations today, Lord God. We declare that over our families. We declare that over this church, Lord God. Let God arise and your enemies be scattered in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Turn your pad on, man of God. Come on, lift your hands one more time. Just embrace that word. We love you. Father, we thank you. For you are God and God alone. We move aside every doubt. We move aside every fear. Every high thing that wants to exalt itself, we move it out of the way. And we worship you. We worship you, God. We worship you. We thank you for your grace and mercy. We thank you for your loving kindness. Thank you, you're preparing a ready people. I say you're preparing a ready people. We don't have to get ready, we're ready. Come on, how many are ready to be ready? Come on, how many are you ready to be ready? Hallelujah. Isn't God good? Hallelujah. 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 We're living in a time where you got to be ready. I say you got to be ready. You, gotta, you can't get cooked to get ready. You got to learn how to walk in ready. You got to learn how to walk in the spirit. Be in the spirit. Which means I don't have to get praised up to worship him. I come in to worship him. I come in to, come on, I come in to get into him. My expectation is only him. I have no other reason, no other agenda, just to worship him. So, so when I need to clap, I can clap because I'm worshiping him. Come on, my worship is not man, it's for him. Come on, God is building a different generation. I don't know about you. I'm called to a different people. 
who can worship him in anywhere, any season, any place. They'll find a reason to worship him and to thank him. I, listen, I don't need to thank God for the music, but I have a music sound inside of me. Come on, when I think about the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my, listen, my soul, there's something within me that says, thank you, God. I don't need my neighbor to say thank you. I don't come, he can't help me. But I know God will do something inside. Come on, let him be fortified in you. God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I want you to grab your Bibles. Hallelujah. I want you to go to 2 Corinthians 12, 7 through 9. Hallelujah. How many are excited about being in the house of God this morning? Can you put an instrumental on actually back there for me? Thank you, men of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. How many are excited about baptism? Hallelujah. New lives, new lives. Thank you, Jimmy. Glorious Jesus. Glorious Jesus. Glorious Jesus. Glorious Jesus. Glorious Jesus. Hallelujah. Glorious Jesus. Glorious Jesus. We worship you. I just want to prepare you for where we're going. Can you lift your hand just for one second? How many of you know the carnal mind can't conceive certain realms of the spirit? I'm going to say that again. How many of you know the carnal mind cannot perceive certain realms of God's spirit? So if you're not in the mind of the spirit in a certain dynamic, you won't be able to grasp what God is trying to give to you. That's why the Bible says the corner mind is enmity against God, which means if you can't learn to hone into the mind of God, there are certain perceptions, certain things that God might send by you, but you'll miss it. Because your mind is not regulated to conceive what's going on in the spirit. So you got to understand it's very important when you're coming in the house of God or, or in your life, you got to learn how to perceive the things of the spirit. Because if you miss the spirit, you miss your door. If you miss the spirit, you miss the opportunity. So you got to learn how to start conjuring and staying in the mind of the spirit. I know prayer. Listen, prayer is optional to us because we don't have a mind of the spirit. Your life is regulated by the spirit. So everything in God has to be seen through the lens of the spirit. That's why your study life, a lot of times you can study, but don't keep it. You know why you don't keep it? Because you wasn't walking by the spirit. So you're logically intelligent, but you don't have it in here. We got a lot, lot of logical Christians that can't live in the power because they don't understand how to get to him. We, we've gotten real, real, listen, emotions are good. How many of y'all know that? 
but emotion is to provoke you to him it's not for you to cycle in a system of okay so to this this morning we're going to talk about new life somebody say new life actually i titled it good news <laughs> look at your neighbor and say it's it, we about to learn some good news come on i i don't know about you i i i have we got some good news I don't know. We live in a world that is a lot of bad news, but today we're going to learn what the good news is. There, there should be a joy of your salvation. So there's something wrong with what we call good news if there's no joy behind what we're doing, which means there's something that we're still doing in our own strength that we haven't perceived his. Because when you're in your own, you're still considering yourself. Tell somebody, I want the good news. I don't know about you, but I think the world needs good news. I think the world will come to good news. I know we think people don't want God, but the Bible says the harvest is plentiful. But it wasn't about the harvest, it was about the laborers. Because the laborers didn't understand what good news is, we keep people in bondage of what bad news is. But when you understand the good news, you realize it wasn't about you in the first place. It was about what he did on the cross. Come on, I already started my message. You ain't waiting. It's about what he's already done in your life. Which means I got to perceive who he is so I can walk in the liberty and the freedom, not of what I am doing, but what he's already done. Tell somebody he's already done it. If you can hold the mind of the spirit, I declare today that you're going to break loose and break through today. Come on. Come on. Say, I receive that. I declare you're going to break through and break loose today. Every cycle, every pattern, everything. Come on. You're going to learn to break free. Because the truth of the matter is, if you're not progressing from faith to faith. And listen, I'm full. I, I, I can go a lot of ways. If you're not progressing from faith to faith and glory to glory, you've been stagnant somewhere. And when you're stagnant, you're stale. And where there's staleness, watch this, you've considered something that was not of God. Are y'all ready this morning? I want you to go to 2 Corinthians 12, 7 through 9. Hallelujah. I'm going to bring you into the revelation of power. Because I believe for where you called to, you're going to have to learn to walk in power. You're going to have to learn how to not just talk about it. How many of you are tired of just talking about it? Come on, I'm tired of talking the gospel. But I want to learn how to walk the gospel. Come on, I think the world needs a, a walking gospel, not just a talking gospel. So I'm going to give you the revelation of power and why we don't enter into the power that we're supposed to manifest. Are y'all getting this? Second Corinthians 12, 7 through 9. Thank you, Jimmy. And least I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of revelations, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me. Least I be exalted above measure. You can turn me down just a mite. Concerning these things, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. 
And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. Saya. For my strength is made perfect in. I've been reading this a long time. I didn't see it like I saw it when I just studied it. For my strength is made perfect in. Somebody say the revelation of power. Come on, we're going to get there. Therefore, mostly gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmity that the power of Christ may rest upon me. You may be seated if you like. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you and we ask you to speak this morning. If you don't speak, we have nothing to say. And if you don't move, we have nothing to do. We put our total dependence on you. In Jesus name. One of the things that I want you to understand. Is that. For the church to progress. We just got out of a series called kingdom advancement. And one of the things about the church. We have to start identifying. Why we're not getting the results that God has declared we should have. Can y'all be real with me? So we got to understand what is the blueprint and what is the laws what is the order that God has set to get us to where we need to go now one of the things and Paul references this he said listen you should be teachers by now but I'm you're still on milk I'm still teaching you the elementary principles that govern things now what are the elementary principles things like faith towards God laying on of hands there are a, a there's a doctrine of elementary but if you don't move from the doctrine of elementary how would you pass to the next grade How many of you know most churches don't touch people on the elementary principles? But how can I progress and hold the faith that I say I have if I never learned, didn't start from elementary? Which means I have to be tested in the elementary precepts of God. We we live by faith, which means we go from precept upon precept, line upon line. Somebody say precept upon precept and line upon line, which means if you, you don't move from the word of God. In fact, I want you to listen to this. The maturity of you is proven by way if how long can you stay in the word without getting into you? Because until you are regulated by the precepts and the priest principles of God, you will learn to stop being personal. See, when people go personal, you've just showed your growth level. Why? Because it just triggered something you're still considering about you. Are y'all all right with this? I love you. Know that. Come on. It's time to learn some stuff. Now, we, we got to understand God is very particular and he's telling us you should be teachers by now, which means you shouldn't be activating in elementary stuff. But we have a world that is so hungry. Watch this on encouragement. And we haven't learned how to change because we love deliverance. But we don't we don't care about change because change is personal. Change require personality you getting personal with God in areas sometimes I'm not willing to give that's why watch this we love to sacrifice then obey I will personally tell God I'm not doing that and I'll pray about it how many of y'all like that hey God you know what I hear you but I ain't but God you know what thank you you know forgive me Lord see we've learned to, to, to sacrifice where we're not willing to obey 
So we made it acceptable. We give God what we accept, not what he accepts. All right, let me not go ahead of my time. So you have to understand that it's very important that we understand the precepts of God and who God is. It's very interesting that we love to grow in. How many are ready to grow in God? Now, the problem is we seek conferences and we seek prophets and we seek all this stuff. But the Bible says God is love first. He's what? Which means if you're growing in God, that means you got to be growing in. So how in the world are you going to be growing in doctrine, but you haven't grown in? In fact, the Bible says if you can prophesy like this, that's so good. If you can dance and shout and do all those things, but you have not love, guess what you did? Nothing, which means you didn't know me. But you, excuse me, you know me, but I didn't know you. That's why he said in the last days, oh, I got to teach on that. In the last days, they're going to say, didn't I do this? Which means I knew how to operate in you, but you didn't know me. It's a difference between you knowing God and him knowing you. That'll be a good study there, yeah. Which means you can know how to operate in the principles and the power, because I want you to understand the power is neutral. Christians, we got a lot to learn. Witches and warlocks know more about the spirit realm than we do. They even fast more than we do. Because they understand about the, the realm of the spirit that we've been talking over and shouting over. Without understanding. Are y'all catching me? So for you to learn to progress, you got to come into what? Understanding. And one of the things that I want to help you with is understanding God and who he is. Because if you miss who he is, you'll miss what he wants. And if you miss what he wants, you're going to keep giving him what you want rather than what he's trying to desire from you. Are y'all catching this? Now, the Bible says, if you can get my clicker and I can click the, the slides. Now, I want you to understand Romans 6, 4. Romans 6, 4. Watch this. Therefore, we were buried with him through the baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead, by the glory of the Father, even so we also walk in the newness of life, which means for me to walk in the newness of life, I have to understand Christ. How many of you tired of being flirtatious with your old self? Uh, ooh, you look <laughs> Some of us keep meeting our old self. I thought I was done with that. I thought I was fin- Come on. I'm tired of clocking back to my old self. I want to learn what the newness of life is. In fact, most of us cycle in the same mindsets and mind frames of our old self. How many of you know when you don't know what's new, you only can live out of what was old? That's why we wake up in the morning. Watch this to secure ourselves in the old so we don't feel the trauma of what is new. I love social media, but how many of you know that identity is being realized in in social media? Because we don't like to deal with certain things that we don't like to deal with, we cope out of them with the normative things that are in life. So before you say thank you, Jesus, you're looking at your Facebook to see if you got three likes. Come on, don't hate me. We're going to get there. Why? Because as soon as you do that, you just a, a, a sense of dopamine hit you to make you feel regular. Of, uh, come on. I, I'm going to have to go into scientific mind. See, you, you don't realize what's building you. 
Society has secularized us in the commonality of carnality. It's common. The commonality of carnality. And we live out of systems that keeps us doped up on dopamine of things that has nothing to do with our future. So I need to see. Ain't nothing wrong with you. Now we're getting on with Jimmy helping us with all that. We need all that. But we need the gospel in that. Hallelujah. I'm not throwing it down. But if your identity is that. Three hours, you know, you wasted three hours. Why? Because you don't know yourself and you don't want to deal with what God is dealing with you. So it's easier to get into my circle, my circumstance, because it's more comfortable. Because if I got to deal with going forward. Now I got to deal with who I really am. So you got to understand. And really understand who and what is God after. Can you say faith? Now, I want to give us, especially if you're a Christian, you need to know this. I want to give us some precepts of God. Number one, we got to understand that God is love. He is what? Now, we go from faith to faith. Romans 1, 17, watch this. For the righteousness of God is revealed from what? Faith to the righteous. The right standing of God is revealed what? From faith to faith. Somebody says it's not my righteousness, but it's his. Which means you got to understand his righteousness to go in faith. The righteousness, the right standing of is not our righteousness. Your righteousness that's filled right. There's nothing you can do. Somebody say there's nothing I can do to be right with God. But it's what he done. So it's the right standing of God that is in, it, it, revel, rev, the revelation of the right standing is what pushes me to, from faith to faith. Are we getting that? But you can't have righteousness without repentance. What is repentance? Turning away. So all turning away is saying, uh, uh, now I'm stepping out of what I thought it was and I'm becoming right standing with him. That's repentance. So the righteousness of God brought me into the line of God. Are y'all catching me? Now, it's interesting about repentance because we make people feel bad because they're not getting right. I know I'm not going to get a lot of hallelujahs on this one. Because we make people go into their own strength to try to get right. You tell the drunk, you stop drinking. You tell the lust to stop sleeping around. You tell the weed head, hey, you know, put that thing down. No, no, don't put your hand up. It's all right. We're going to come to the altar. Come to the altar. See, see the problem with where we're missing it in our doctrine is we have failed to realize that you cannot do it in your own strength. The church failed to realize that people cannot live this life in their own strength. I, if I'm addicted, I can't get out by myself. In fact, why are you asking me that? Did you get out by yourself? Oh, what happened is you got into a system of church theology and, 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 and the ideology of law. How many of you know you can't give liberty where you don't have it? So at the point where you start to tell someone. To come out without telling them who is the person that needs the strength to get them out. You've just allowed them to go into law. That's why they hide from you and act like they out. And you're satisfied with it. 
So you allow, you allow people to lie to you in your face. And you don't discern because you're not, you're not a discerner. Because you can discern the others. You can discern the obvious. Oh, I see that spirit and all that stuff. See, the problem with over spiritual people, they don't do nothing. I, I, I'm not. We got visited. Let me act right. <laughs> but because until we start to understand, you come out of your own pride. It's not your gift. It's his gift. He died, not you. But you died because he died. And because he died and you died, you're risen with him. Can y'all say amen? amen? So I want you to understand. Y'all keep me on point because I got to get out of here quickly. I, 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 now, I want you to understand something. It's the righteousness of God. Righteousness cannot be without what? Repentance. Now, the Bible says it's the love of God that leads men to what? It's the what? Romans 2, 4. Or do you despise the riches of his goodness? His riches of his what? And what else? Forbearance. And what else? Long suffering. Not knowing that the goodness of God leads men to repentance. Now, let me ask you something. Everything that you're not coming out of, why? Y'all ready? Can we do a class? Now, come on. I want you to think about this. I want you to think about this. Because I just told you, you can't go into the next level of faith and righteousness without repentance. And then he just told you, it's the love of God that gets you into. So what is the problem? Oh, so we might have been given the wrong recipe. Are y'all getting this? How many of y'all know this is very important? It's the love of God that leads men into repentance. Because the love will make you stop being obligational towards God. Some of you pray in obligation. You go to church out of. You're holy and you talk real spiritual out of. That's why we come in the house of God. You'll go to the doctor and tell him what's wrong, but you come in the house of God. You act like everything. OK. When last night you were about to pick up that bill like, hey, my mind is up. I'm ready to get out of here and go do something crazy. Why? Because you're out of touch. But because I got to keep my face. How are you? I'm highly favored in the Lord. I thought that was my brother. Why couldn't I just tell him, you know what? I'm going through. Why I couldn't just tell him, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm struggling right now. So how are we going to expect the world to come into a church that we don't even understand the precepts that govern change? Are y'all catching this? All right, we're going to go fast here. Now, I want you to understand something about power. How many want to know why our prayer life don't work sometimes? I want you to understand what, what, where power really comes from. Now, Paul said, watch this, because of the, the, the uh, abundance of revelation, Relation, it was, it was what? Also, it was given. It was given to me a thorn in the flesh. Least I go above measure, which means anything that's outside of the measure of God is above my. 
Let me ask you, saints, do you know your measure? See, we love to test the spirit, but what kind of tools you have to test? Everybody test it. You don't have the tools to test. And there's realms to this, so you got to understand what you're talking about. There's levels to this, so you only have testing tools for the level that you're on. So don't try to test it. There's, see, we like obvious stuff, obvious discernment. People say something crazy. Oh, they got a spirit of anger. We can see that. So obvious. Why? Because we qualify that as movement in God. But you don't quite listen to me, but you can't see the one that came saying, I'm doing highly favor. And God is saying, hey, I, 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 well, I wonder if we had churches like that, not to put people in condemnation, but to help them realize I, 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 God loves you too much for you to keep doing that. God, listen to me. He paid the price for you and I'm going to walk with you until you come out. You can lay down the same seat. You can lay down the guilt. All you have to do because it's not yours anyway. For, so for me to, to hold you under bondage is to say that I did the work. So you just showed why you respond the way you respond, because you now prove that you did the work in this level. Are y'all catching this? How many of y'all learning? Now, I want you to understand something. First Corinthians 6, 19, go there. I want you to go there in your Bibles. I need you to see this. First Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. Hallelujah. Now watch this. Or do you not know that you were bought? Excuse me. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Who is in you, whom you have from God. And you are not your. And you are not your. For you were bought. Listen to this. You were bought with a price. Therefore, glory by God in your body and your spirit, which are. I'm going to have to explain it there, which are what God's. See, there are so many ways I want to go with this, but I, I, I got to stay here. You were bought with a what a price. Now, I want you to understand something. Before you pay for something at the, the, the store. What happens is there's a cost related to what they purchased. There's a cost to it that they bought it for and then sell it to you for a price. But it's interesting because if you don't really understand the cost, you'll undermine the price. You have a, See, I go to the store all the time I'm like that's too much. Especially if my wife got me at Whole Foods. I'm like, lady, you want to get all the groceries from here. We can't hit Kroger, Walmart. So like, now we got, I just don't even like to spend it. That, that's just an extra dollar for nothing. All right, let me stay here. Let me stay here. 
Oh, y'all catch me. See, see, if you don't understand, watch this, the cost of something, you undermine the price of it. Now, we're talking about power. Now, he said you, watch this, were bought with the price. But if you don't know the cost that you have to pay, you undermine the price. Somebody say there is a cost. See, the problem is we've been masquerading grace as if there is no cost. That's why power is not being manifested. Why? Because if you don't know the cost, you will undermine the price. And the cost has nothing to do with God. It has something to do with. Are y'all catching this? So I want you to understand something. The Bible also tells us to count the cost. Are y'all getting that? And you have to understand, you got to get a revelation of the cost. And there's different costs for everybody in here. But what we like to do, watch this, we present to God what we like. Oh, and we do it openly in church, too. We know God to say, hey, I want you to get up and pray. And we tell people, I know God told me to get up, but I ain't like it. And we say, ha, 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 ha. Not knowing, watch this, that the justification that's working in you is so strong that you can laugh about it and not see it. And that's your opportunity to the door for where you're trying to go. Why? Because you handle the price cheaply because you didn't understand what he was trying to get from the cost. So you allow yourself to discern yourself in self-autonomy of what you want to do. And you hand it to God and say, accept it because of grace. And God looks at you and say, you're still embryonic and understanding. You're still coming to me as a little child. And I'm trying to grow you up. Because what you don't understand until you understand the cost, I can't get, watch this, you will never manifest the price. This kind, watch this. This kind has a price tag of a cost. See, I just took that out of you. That's it. Well, everything is it. No, 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 no. This kind don't come up but by. You was using the, 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 the easy part. Come out in Jesus' name. But this one comes with a greater cost. And you will manifest the price. How many of you ready to take down some mountains in your life? Come on, how many of you ready to take down some things? That, come on, some barriers in your life. How many of you ready to break some generational things off of you? How, come on, you got breath in your body. How many of you ready to cross the bridge? Come on, the problem is you got to understand it is him who does the work. You were bought with a price and for me to expand and expound and and, and manifest that price i gotta understand the cost so i'm going to share with you the cost i'm so i'm looking at the clock guy i don't do good with time but i'm going to try to get there are y'all catching me so you have to realize if you're not 
giving the cost that God regulated for you. See, you call fasting off of Facebook. The Bible says, you know, it's interesting. the Bible says you make your own fast and you're wondering why nothing is working. That's what your Bible says. But today I'm fasting off of Facebook. Where is the precept? And what did God say to you? I'm not saying don't give off it if you feel get off it, but don't qualify it as it's something of God. Just because you are in that carnality, the commonality of carnality, just because you're in that depth of carnality, don't put it on God of what he's going to accept. I ain't talked to nobody today, but did God tell you to do that? Are y'all catching me? Because you love to regulate and dominate in your own self of what, watch this, of what you approve about yourself and you think God approves what you've been approving about your. So you've been wondering why, watch this, your weakness is taking over you because you're giving God the wrong thing. I don't know about you, the good news is in me. I'm excited, you don't got to be. I, I, I'm realizing something about God. That it wasn't my strength that I'm trying to give him. It was my weakness that he'd been looking for. And see, see, we like to hide our weakness because I, I've been thinking it's going to undermine my progression. It's going to undermine my career, undermine who I am. But not knowing that until I gave him what he expected, I'm never coming to the power that he's trying to get me in. What if the passport to your power was your weakness? And what you've been hiding has actually been the acceleration that you've been waiting for. So we got to ask because we like to blame the devil about everything. The devil is this. The devil is that. How many of you know when you mature in God, the devil is not a problem? You... I even stopped this stuff, and, I, I, and we stopped this early in the church. I don't know if some of y'all members knew. That stuff that we started, I don't know who brought that in here. Uh, uh, that, that, you know, the, the, the clap back from the demons, they're going to come back and get you because you did some ministry. How many of you know that's not in the Bible? So if you didn't hear me say that, we, we said that. That's not in the Bible. We're not going to run that here. Because the reality of it is God gave you the strength to do it. Why would a demon come back and mess it? Come on, don't. See, the problem, you got to watch what's starting to sneak in. Because the reality of it is, the Bible never told you to fight in the way you think you need to fight. He said, haven't done all to. Guess what? When you don't know what to do, guess what? Stand anyway. You have not yet resisted to the point of bloodshed, which means God already regulated everything. Because you've been born to God, everything is already under your feet. The problem is, the devil knows you don't know it. So you live in the realm of less than because you still qualifying what you believe about you. Freedom is not always comfortable when it's when I've been traumatized into a cycle. Tell somebody I'm ready to walk in freedom. But you got to understand something about freedom. Freedom sometimes it starts with unknown. 
Because God got to train you how to take your hands off before he can start. What if he had to watch this? What if what you thought was the end of it was the beginning of it? See, some of us today came in thinking it's the end of something, but you didn't know that it was actually the start of something. You thought it was the end of your life, but it's actually the start of your life. You thought it was the end of your career, but it was actually the start of it. I thought I lost some stuff. No, son, I had to give you this thorn. Least you go above measure and start qualifying your job as me and start qualifying yourself as me and start qualifying what you're doing rather than who I am towards you. So I got to bring it out of your hands to show you that I'm God. See, when you walk with God long enough, you realize when things start falling off, you know it's an opportunity that I'm about to walk in. Because maybe I've been hanging on to something that he's been telling me to let go of. Because if it's for me, watch this, it's going to be with me. Because as I seek the kingdom, guess what? Everything going to add up. Tell somebody I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. You, you got to understand, though, because we haven't said what God accepts yet. See, everybody's ready to go until we understand what he accepts. We sow seed not knowing what he ready to it. The thousand dollar line. Ain't nothing wrong with it. I mean, if you, that, that, look, I don't talk about preachers. If you want to do it, but I want you to understand something. The Bible says if you didn't get it right with them, why are you bringing that down here? I don't need your money to live on. If you're going to come down here with that, I'm going to tell you to check your heart. Where are you? Because if you're trying to manipulate God, you're still not going to change. You're going to get out, Israel, but you're going to continue to cycle. Because you missed the intent for me meeting you. And you made it you meeting the thing. Not knowing if you meet me, all things are there. But you're meeting particulars. How many of you tired of meeting particulars? Not knowing that it's all in him. Calm down, preacher. Are y'all catching this? All right, let me get to the, the basis of this. I got a lot more, but I got to get to the end. Now, I want you to understand. He's saying, listen this. Concerning these things, I plead with the Lord. Three times that it might depart from me. Now, how many of you see, we got to have discernment of weaknesses. You got to learn to discern your enemy. Because some of us are calling the devil the actually opportunity to grow. You've been praying for growth. You've been how many of y'all been praying for growth? You've been asking for growth. But how many of you know when God comes to try to have that conversation with you, you keep telling him I won't talk. You be in the shower. Jesus is allowed. You ready to talk about that? No, God, we good. Mm -mm. I'm going to keep on marching along. I, I get that thing on Sunday. Why? Because you're still regulating what you think he approves. Watch this, watch this. Let me give you another scripture here. Hallelujah. How many of you are getting something out of this? Watch this. Go to Romans 12. 
Romans 12, 1. Romans 12, 1. Romans 12, 1. Watch this. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the what? By the what? Now, I tell you, the problem with us, we read too fast. He's saying something here. He's saying something here. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies, keep that in mind, of God, that you present your body as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service, which means there are things that are acceptable to God and there are some things that are not. But the things that are acceptable to God is the things that he gave you to be acceptable. But the problem with us is we don't know what to give. Watch this, because we didn't start at mercy. I wish I had time. We didn't start at what? Which means, watch this, I'm going to tell you what's wrong with the prayer life. You ready? You never need mercy. I'm going to have to explain this. Uh, all right. That's a little too high. Mercy is needed. Watch this. Where you're at the point where you can't do anything else. Grace is when you get in. Mercy is at the point of your weakness. So when you don't have mercy, watch this, you didn't give enough to get the power that will release you into the strength that you need to get in. So what we do, watch this, watch this, watch this. What we do, we pray on what we think we need. Especially about people. Y'all, I don't know about Christians, but we love to pray on people instead of praying for ourselves. Because we made prayer just getting an answer from God rather than getting a change from God. When the kingdom is in you. So the problem is not nobody else, it's you. So when you learn to deal with you, you become mature. Uh oh. Uh, don't look at your neighbor, don't look behind you, just to keep your head straight. You, you gotta realize something about God. When you pray in your strength for what you can do. You have nothing to offer and you count it no cost. You don't have a cost. It didn't mean it doesn't mean anything to you. Are you giving God that doesn't mean anything? Giving God things that means nothing to you. We can dance here and praise here. But how many of you know if it don't cost you anything? You're still in you. You're going through the systems. This is what church is. But you, watch this. There is no cost. That, that's why we got to tell you to lift your hands. It don't come normal. So you got to go through the systems of the protocol because it's not in you to do. Because your real life is still out there. But you come in here to get secure in what you think God accepts. Oh, y'all missing it. So you, you got to be told to worship. You got to be told to say amen. Why? There is no cost. You don't know the price. 
You don't know what he paid for. That's why it don't move you. So it goes back to the good news, because until you understand the good news, you undermine the price. Are, are y'all catching this? So you, we, we got to manufacture emotions to get you to worship. Because you don't know the cost. When I say pray, I'm not saying it so I can make you think I'm spiritual. I'm saying we need a greater depth of faith in this building to move something because it's not my strength. I got a personal anointing. It's on me. But we, listen to me. You don't need a man's anointing too long. You need the glory of God to start touching your life. But glory don't come without unity. So we're still in elementary because we don't know the cost to the price. But God is getting to a place where he's saying true worshipers going to learn to worship me. Guess where they're going to learn to worship me in spirit and what? And why did he say truth? Because you can worship not in truth. See, we've been worshiping a long time, but are you worshiping in spirit and are you worshiping in truth? This is how you know. Is it personal? Well, you know, I'm not an emotional person. No, you really are. Because if I punched you or hit you, you're going to get real emotional. The problem is your heart has been deceived to think that you can use God when you want him, but you don't want to go deeper with him when he wants you. So you're still in self-autonomy. You tell God when you're going to fast. You tell God when you're going to pray. You tell God how you're going to move. You tell God the job that you're going to take. You tell God, God the, the way you're going to raise your kids. You tell God the way you're going to live your marriage. You tell God as if he's accepting all of it. But he said, present it. Present it in a way that I will accept it. And when you've learned righteousness, you are coming through the power and the might of my spirit to get through it. Hold up, Come on, somebody say I'm, I'm giving it today. Hallelujah. Let me get to another here. Because the Lord told me this in the bathroom. He said, son, you know what? What, what, what? The problem with Christians is we don't realize there should always be at a place of mercy. This is why. You ready? You know how you're not at, uh, you, you're in your own? You know how you know when you're stale? When you miss the place of mercy. You know why you missed the place of mercy? Because you're comfortable. You ready? You know you're comfortable. The Bible says we go from faith to, which means you should always be progressing. You should never have a stale year. You should never have a stale week. And the devil been stealing your days because you're comfortable, because you made it beyond your parents. You made it beyond your generation. But God is saying, I still have more. I See, the problem is you keep going in what you think I have for you. But eyes have not seen this one. Ears have not heard this one. Neither has it come into the heart of man. The things that I have prepared. But the problem is coming not the way you thought. It's only coming through my spirit. 
And we only stick with the spirit when it's time for church. Because we didn't know we need tongues for our job. We didn't know we need tongues for our class. We didn't know we needed tongues for our careers. So we make God out of something that he's not. We put him in this box that he's not even in. And we're offended when unbelievers operate in things that we don't understand. Rather than knowing who he really is. Let me tell you one thing he said I'm doing. I'm restoring all things in heaven and on earth back to myself. Now, this is very interesting because Christians don't want anything. But if he said, I'm restoring it to myself, where is God? Where is God? So if you got to restore it to himself and the Bible says, if they say the kingdom is out there and we got to watch our songs, guys, because the songs keep telling you he's out there, too. And you keep thinking that you got to get to God rather than being in God. So you live from trying to always get to God, not knowing that he lives in you. That is a big point. You better hear me because most of us keep trying to get God to accept us. We're trying to get to God. God, feel me. God, how many of you know he's already there? He's already there. The kingdom is already in you. That's why he said the treasure is in earthen vessel. The treasure is where? It's an earthen vessel. The problem is we haven't learned how to get it out. Are y'all hearing me? So you got to realize it's already in you. The problem is, watch this. Have you counted the cost? See, it's very interesting. People tell me where they want to go all the time. But I'll ask them what God said about the cost. They have no idea. I know you're not going. And if you're all going, you're going in your own strength. It's predictable. But because we love language, you know, Christians, anybody that say spiritual stuff, we all think we're all in one page. Just say a couple of scriptures and you're oh, oh man, they just like us. Because you don't have deeper discernment beyond the face value level. So you let people talk you out of what God is really trying to do with you. You let them actually out of your cross. How many of you know the devil loves you not to know your cross? Because if he don't know your, he knows if you don't know the cross, watch this, you don't carry your cross. Jesus knew the adversary was after the cross. But the devil knows if I keep telling you to stay out of fasting. If I tell you it's all right not to pray, you're not going to have the mind of God to stick with me long enough to overcome. So you thought they were going to walk with you nicely and softly, not knowing they're walking you out of where you're called to. Tell somebody I'm called to the cross. Why the cross? Because in the cross, there's resurrection. See, see, see. When you understand the cross is where the resurrection stands, watch this. You learn to glory in your weakness. Ah, You know what? I'm done already. I have about 10 more scriptures, but I'm going to leave it there. When you've learned, watch this. Paul said, I've learned, watch this, that your strength is made perfect in my weakness, which means the most powerful people are the most weak people. Ah. 
Pastor, how are you so powerful? Because I'm the most weakest. And I've learned, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've learned to give this weakness to another power, another entity. See, y'all thought Pastor was a no, 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 no. I told you I didn't read this in the book. I was on the street too. I know what it's like out there. But because I was the most weakest, I got the most strength. And you got to stop thinking your righteousness in your own self. Because it's actually when you're weak, you can become strong. So you've been holding people in hostage. You've been holding people hostage because their weakness. Not knowing there is a, they're a candidate for the greater strength. Find us in your Bible later on. The Bible says, watch this. Those who, well, watch it, don't, don't get confused, I'm going to tell you. Those who sin less, love less. That going to make people mad. That's in your Bible. I, I, didn't, I didn't make that up. He was talking to the woman that was caught. She put the perfume on him. And they said, why are you doing all that? What, 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 what you doing on that? God, what are you doing on that? You can use that perfume and go save more people. Say, poor, the poor we're going to have with us all the time. She's doing the greater thing. And they was mad at her, watch this, because they thought their righteousness was better than hers. I, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I got one more scripture. Y'all ready? I gotta prove this to you. I, I don't want you to know, I want you to know this in the Bible. How many of you say the word? Come on, you gotta know this in the word. You're gonna study this. Now, I want you to go here. Put up the scripture, the, 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 the uh, woman that gave. Luke 7, what is it? Luke seven forty seven. It should have been in my notes. Read that for me. Yes. I know we ain't in Bible study. It's all good. Uh, Therefore, I say to you, her sins are forgiven, which are many are forgiven for she loved much. Hold on. That's not the one I'm talking. What is it? No, no, no. The one the woman gave the, what she had left. What is that? That was sewing. She was sewing in the orphan plate plate. The widows. Pull that up for me, Jimmy. Come on. Somebody say I'm about to get I'm about to learn how to call the cost. I'm about to learn the cost. Here we go. Luke 21. There it is. Luke 21. Are y'all still there? What? Look at y'all scribes. Some of the scribes say, oh, you don't know the Bible. Oh, I know the Bible. It's in me. Somebody say it's in me. Luke 21.1. You ready? And he looked up and saw the rich putting their gifts into the treasury. Get to the next one. And he saw also certain poor widow putting two mites. Continue. And he said, truly, I say to you, this poor widow has put more than all. She's put what? Which means people was given. Go to the next one. She, people are giving and they think because they're rich, they're giving the most. Now, you got to understand the economy of heaven, the economy of earth are two different things. So be careful about turning your nose up at people, not knowing that it might be their weakness. That might be their strength. Uh-oh. 
for all these out of their abundance have put an offering for God out of their what? Which means, watch this, they gave what didn't come. It cost them nothing to give it. What are you giving God? It costs you nothing to give that. You told me you want to know how to get in power. Go back to it. She gave. Watch this. But she out of her. Out of her what? Out of her poverty put in all the livelihood that she which means, watch this, until you come to the end of what you have. You did not even start to understand what he has. Most of us are living out of what we can do. Your plans are regulated by your strength. Your purpose is regulated by what you can do. But how many of you know, if you can learn to come to the end of that, watch this, the mercy of God will release you into the strength of God. For where my weakness is, watch this, that's where the power lies. Which means you got to stop regulating yourself by yourself. And if you don't know the cost, you're going to undermine the price. You're going to continue to cycle where you don't know the cost. Some of you are called to over, watch this, be the temple to your house. Be the temple to your family. We are the temple of God. What do I mean by temple? Temples express and abound and manifest outward. But if you don't know the cost, you're going to continue to be a hoping Christian, wishing. How many are you tired of wishing? Why y'all look offended? I don't know about you. I'm tired of not, it not working. What you offended for? Come on, you got to learn. Listen to me. This is the problem. We like to sit in church. We don't know the answer, but yeah, hey man, get out of that attitude. God, this is an army that God is building that you got to understand. It's not a game out there. You got to learn how to understand what is God saying. I don't care. It's not working. What is it the answer to get this right? I'm not here for your feelings. God is not here for your feelings. God is here to say, hey, love is real. And you got to understand who I am to get where you need to go. Start telling people it's not working. What, what else? Ask God, what else? I'm doing something wrong. We don't ask questions. You know why? You're settled in the condition of your cycle. So you build doctrines around your own cycle. That's why the church is in a dangerous state today. You know why? Because we build doctrines around what the world does. And we don't understand who he really is. Because if you really had to, has anybody asked 
where is the manifestation of what he said in the Bible? But you come in here and you're not asking. I don't know. Listen to me. I didn't get saved to just just sit in church. Tell somebody I want to know the answer. And the answer is in who he is. You can put it on something, Jimmy. I'm done. I want you to understand this last thing. Jesus is trying to let you know that if you can learn to be exalted from your weakness, watch this, you will never be without strength. Watch this. When you pray, if you still hold the stick to the power, that's why you come out the same when you go pray. There is no release. Are y'all all right with this? Why y'all look constipated? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> they are right. Hallelujah. All right. I just wanted to make sure y'all listening. All right. Some people have different listening faces. That's all. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus, that was making sure, huh? Hallelujah. If you don't understand how to come to the place of mercy in you, you should never be without mercy. This is why. If you're progressing, every new level comes with a new obstacle. He said, well, why do I find this? Because when I pray, I just don't, I don't feel nothing. I don't say nothing. You know why? Because you're not moving. You are stagnant. Because if you are progressing, you don't tell, don't tell me you know this level. So God knows every, with every level there is a demonic. So you can't come in the door without my strength. But if you can't perceive the next level, guess what? Lord, I just, I don't know. Because you're still living out of you. Not knowing it's actually a weakness to live out of you rather than him. Because he's the one that told you didn't got pay for it. You just have to give where you're weak. Don't that sound simple? Why is that so hard? Because we haven't learned that he's good. We've learned, watch this, that we got to get right. Then we can give it to him. And it's a lie from hell. What if you knew that it was actually your weaknesses that's been pre preventing you from the next level? Not because you're doing bad. Watch this, watch this. No, 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 no. When you're in Christ, watch this. Jesus paid for sin. Jesus did what? He paid for the sin, so you don't have to pay. All you have to do is repent. That's easy. Well, it's not as easy because you got to turn around. This is why it's not easy. Watch this. You've been come. Formed in deformity. So the deformity has been there so long you've made it you and you don't know how to break away. So if anybody deal with your disformity, watch this, you become offended because you don't know that you made it personal and you didn't keep it in the principle. 
So even when we say you can come out there, baby, you're saying, no, it's mine. You made it what? That's why there are certain people you can't deal with. Why? You made it. Uh-oh. But whatever you've made personal, you've locked in yourself in that strength. So you tell God, I got it. So watch this, watch this. The thorn has to come and mess with you. I, I'm trying to get y'all there. The, the deformity is there, but you're holding it. So th there's a thorn that comes that say, hey, make you uncomfortable. It's trying to loosen you up. And you just need 10 prayer warriors because it's the devil. Uh-oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. You need everybody to pray because the devil got you, right? No, 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 no. See, the problem is you didn't realize you're in God's hands. So if you're in God's hands, why would God allow the devil to take you out like that? Least you make it about you. Because you can take it out of his hands and make it you. So what God is doing, the thorn says, listen, I need you to understand if I let you loose, if, if I allow you to just, if I just do it, watch this, you won't understand the cost of who, what I died for. So if you just break loose, watch this, you're going to undermine my price because I know you. I gave you the house and you don't pray no more. I gave you the car and you don't know me no more. Yeah. I gave you what you were looking for, but now you don't have time anymore. Yeah. I know. So I got to keep that going. Because until you come into a greater cost, you're not going to undermine the price. What of your failure or your frailties or your struggle right now? Watch this was your opportunity for power. Mm. But you still, watch this, take an ownership of it. You are, watch this, you're still taking ownership of it. It's because of my sin. It's because of my when God said, I'm releasing it if you can give it to me. I won't take out of your hand what you're not willing to give. Stand to your feet if you can. The Spirit of the Lord told me some of us are in deformed modalities of mind. How many of you ready to progress and you feel like you've been held back? Yeah, 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 yeah. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Let me tell you what the problem is. It's a mindset of control. You don't know what it looked like outside of that, so you keep your system on a day-to-day -day basis to make sure that you don't address what the unknown is. 
How many of y'all getting this? If you're stuck in an addiction, you know what you keep doing? You keep telling God, I'm going to do it better. You know why you're stuck? Because you're going to. Don't that sound like good news? I ain't got. I can't do it better, guys. Stop telling the world that they can get better. They can't. They need the person of better. See, that's a different story. But she just don't want change. No, 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 no. The problem is she don't know who makes her change. So can you express to her who you are in him so he, they can want him? Oh, see, that's the problem because I'm not personable with them. They don't see him through me. So we want them to agree with the words, but not the being of the manifestation. That's why people don't care what you say. They care about who you are. Love go further than your words. In fact, words should be last because the Bible said the manifestation could touch people without you saying nothing. We are going to pray. And God is asking, are you, will you allow a surrender that I will accept? Are you willing to give what you consider a stronghold? Are you willing to give up your weakness? Paul said, I glory, I says, in my infirmity. That means whatever is in me, guess what? All I have to do is learn how to embrace God. You thought you had to speak in tongues for two hours, but you never learned to shut up and allow God to love you. Tell somebody sometimes shut up and let God to love you. I'm so sorry. My wife don't like that word. I'm sorry, honey. Be quiet. I see. I, I'm sorry. She just told me. Be quiet. Thank you. Thank you. Save my marriage. Hallelujah. But sometimes, you see, some of us are spiritual. Calm down. Sense who he is. Know that he died for you. In fact, he, listen to me. You love him because he loved you first, not because you loved him first. Don't you go so in there. He loved you first. That's the only reason why you can love him. So if you don't know that, what are you praying into in the first place? Somebody say, I'm ready to surrender. Oh, y'all ain't ready tonight. All right. Come, come. We'll, we'll wait another two years and I, I, we'll, we'll go down that road. How many of you say, I'm ready to go forward? How many of you say, I'm tired of being stuck? I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to break this thing. God has said more in me. And if he's in me, who can be against me? I am tired of listening and learning from lower level demonic forces. I'm ready to grow forward. Tell somebody, I'm growing forward. I'm growing forward. Come out of that cycle. Come out of that generational thing. Come out of that pattern. Come out, come out, come out. You got to learn how to come out. Lay hands on yourself. Say, I'm coming out. I'm tired of being a victim. I break this witchcraft spirit off of my mind. I'm coming out. You're letting the devil let you sit down and lay down. You got to learn to get up. 
Get up. Wake your life up. Wake your marriage up. Wake your children up. Wake your household up. Wake up. Wake your purpose up. It wasn't about you in the first place. You made it personal when it was principal. Stop making everything personal. You come in here hiding around people because you don't want to offend. Stop it. Tell somebody, stop it, stop it. Come on, nudge your neighbor and say, I love you anyway. It don't matter. Stop hiding around not wanting to offend. Be your normal self. Be your vulnerable self. The problem is you've been held too long and you don't know even how to move because you're locked. So you hide because you're still in your own pride. Rather than not caring and letting free. Say what you want to say about me, but I love you anyhow. Because my love for you wasn't based on what you did. It was based on what I have. Lift your hands. I'm going to pray for you. There's a generation. There's a generation. That doesn't need the church to play around anymore. But they're looking for the power that the Bible said that we should have. They're looking for the expression of the love and the faith that the Bible says that we have. But we're busy entertaining each other and encouraging each other in the cycles. And God is saying, I'm ready to move you forward but i need you to agree it's not going to be comfortable it's going to be different it might hurt sometimes you might cry sometimes but you're going to go forward tell somebody i'm going forward father in the name of jesus i pray right now that there is a liberty in this place that there is a breakthrough in this place. That every bondage that has been held, that has held you up. Come on, receive this. We command it to be broken now. Break now. Come on, lift your, lift your yes up to God. Lift your yes up to God. Come on, see it. You got to see it. You can't detect it. You can't discern it. You're not going to do it. Lift. You got to see it. I've been sabotaging myself. I've been stuck in self-sabotage because I'm not comfortable with change, because I'm not comfortable with going forward. But today, I decide, yes, I'm not my own. I'm not my own. I won't consider what I can do. I'm going to consider what you can do. I'm not going to consider my power. I'm going to consider yours. I'm tired of coming to church unchanged. Come on, somebody. I, I'm tired of lifting my hands unchanged. I'm what am I giving? Today I give it up. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. We give you praise.
Talk to your father just for a second. Agree with him. Agree with him. Agree with him. Agree with him. Some of you have been bypassing things. You know it. Agree with him. Some of you have been undermining things. God has been trying to have a conversation with you, but you're not interested. You're moving forward, but you've you got to understand there's a cost. I'm preparing you. Don't you leave here with my stuff. I'm preparing you. Don't you let the devil lie to you as if you don't have it. I'm preparing you. I want you to repeat after me. Repeat after me. Father God, today I surrender. I give my all. Whatever is in me that is not in agreement with you today. I declare everything in me, in my mind, in my heart, that is not in alignment with you. I command it to come out. Come out now in Jesus' name. Today, I am free. You said who the Son sets free is free indeed come on get your freedom come on get it get it hallelujah 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 i wish i had some hungry people that don't care about their neighbor they can help me that don't care about them come on i need to get free i don't know about you I'm not going through another year like this. I'm not going through another week like this. I'm not going through another time like this. I've got to get out of this. This mind of mine, it got to submit. This heart of mine, it got to change. I am not dying like this. I've been in the corner too long. I've been hiding out too long. I've been wishing too long, but it's my time to know what God is doing. And I don't care. I'm not going to let nobody hold me back. If I'm not changing here, I'm so sorry. I got to move. If I'm not getting in here, I got to move. I got to follow Jesus. You can stay where you want to stay, but I got to follow Jesus. You can go where you want to go, but I got to follow Jesus. Some of you going to have to learn to change a company. Some of you got to learn how to leave people. Some of you going to have to change. Ah. Come on, come on. Break out of that familiarity. Break out of that familiarity. I want something that works. Father, we give you. Oh, yeah. We give you praise. We thank you. We love you. We honor you. We worship 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 you. Hit the music for me, Jimmy. Turn it off for a second. Turn it off for a second.
Come on, I want this to be personal. Come on, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. I want this to be personal. Come on, I'm not going to manufacture music for you. I want this to be personal. It's a decision. Come on, if, you, if it's here, if you want it. Come on, I'm not going to make my own decisions. I'm ready to submit. It's not even my will. It's your will. It's not the will. Come on, I gave you the will to do. The world is waiting for you. And I'm stuck. My house is waiting for me. And I've been stuck. I got to break out of this. I got to break out of this. So I. So Father, we declare. Today. That you are God. And we lift our hands as an atonement to say yes yes to your will yes to your way we're not going to give what doesn't cost us but today i release every weakness of myself and i put it in your hands watch this watch this I don't put it in your hand so I can do nothing. Watch this. I put it in your hand so the power can be released upon me. I, 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 I see, see, don't you clap back. See, 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 we like to put it in his hand so we don't do nothing. That's not what I'm talking about. Don't you go there. See, that's the problem. You've been stuck because you put it in his hands, but you do nothing. Nope, that's not what I'm talking about. Paul said, I give it to him so I can get the power. Which means there are instructions once I release it. Which means I'm coming into manifestation after. God is tired of him doing stuff that you're supposed to do. You were born from above. Stop living earthly. I don't know about you. See, you didn't know that you were born from above. Which means if you're born from above, everything is already under your feet. Somebody stomp your feet and say, it's already under my feet. Come on. My, come on. My money problems is under my feet. My situation is under my feet. My circumstance is under my feet. Whatever I've been going through, it's under my feet. Hey. Hey. Come on. Lift your hands. It's under your feet. It's under your feet. It's under your feet. It's under, it's under. Hallelujah. I'm trying to end this. But I need you to understand that you've been born from above. It's so interesting. God said that in the last day, they're going to look at the devil and say, is this the one that's been deceiving us? It, your Bible says you're going to look in the last, when it's all over, you're going to look at that little devil and say, is this the one that deceived me? He only overtakes where you don't know. Which means my limit has been proven that pride has held me where power should have been. Which means when you mature, watch this. When you mature, you've learned that the weakness is a pathway to your power. Some of you need to start going in power at work. 
Some of you need to start going to power to your job. You need to go in power in your house. They need the presence of God. You know why you're not in power? Because you're not at mercy. Find in you where you don't have the ability and give it to God. And wait, and he's going to resuscitate power through you. And the power, watch this. This is the pathway. The power that you get, watch this, is enough to take down the mountain. So we haven't been growing, watch this, in the Christus, which is the anointing, because we haven't been giving the right thing. And the adversary loves to do that because he knows you're going to be praying, but you don't know the recipe to power. Because the power was in your weakness. But you can't get it until you release the weakness. So, Father, today, we declare that when I come to that pressure point, when I come to that weak point, when I want to give in, when I want to give up, I'm going to come to the point of death that I can live. Because I come to realize it's my ending that starts your beginning. Oh, yeah. It's at my release. It's at my point where I say, God, I can't do it anymore. That he said, good, I will take it from you here. So we thank you for the release. Some of you, you're going to go further today because God has been telling you to release what you thought is your comfort. Release what you thought was your safety. I don't play plan, plan B's. But today, I know my wealth, where my wealth lies. It lies in my weakness. Which means the worst of me. Ah, the worst of me. Watch this. Is waiting for the best of me. When I understand this, I don't mind going minister on the street. You know why? I'm not afraid. Why? Because there's no, because it's the worst of them. It's an opportunity for the best of them to come out. The, the greater the capacity of the sinner is the greater capacity for God to feel. Y'all missing it. You're not getting it. And then the well, you don't know how I am. I know you are. I know you are because you don't realize the way that you think is what God is going to use for his glory. It's the one that think they're all righteous that don't never do nothing. I have nothing. But those who say God probably don't like me. God probably tired of me. God probably tired of me messing up. That he said, oh, I like this one. I can work with this attitude. But once they realize who I really am, I'm going to feel them. They're going to be the ones not afraid to go speak my gospel when I tell them to talk. They're not going to be afraid of men in their faces. 
In fact, let me tell you a principle real quick. Let me tell you a secret. You ready? The reason why you're not reaching because you're still afraid. You're afraid of the gospel. Some of y'all getting on there on different levels, but you don't realize the height of what I just said. You're afraid that you, people are going to be offended by the gospel that brings freedom. So you can't come into the influence without. Which means your influence is in the word that he speaks through you. But your mouth is closed. Because you want to come into conformity and likeness. When the Bible says if the world likes you, we got a problem. Uh -oh, let me come out of here. Today, I want you to make a decision that you are not going to hide weakness, but you're going to give it to God. Can you say amen? amen? You can turn the music back on. Give God a hand clap in this place. Come on, give him a hand clap. At this moment, oh, they're already ready. Hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated for a moment. How many of you are blessed by this today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's stand to our feet. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this gift that you have given. And we pray that the blessing be upon your people. Thank you for your kingdom, kingdom advancement. Father, we pray advancement in every area of our life. We yield our will to yours today. And we thank you for your grace and mercy, your kindness on our life. We give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. Enhance our finance. Come on, how many of you need that? Enhance my finance. Come on, enhance my finance. Come on, as I seek the kingdom, all these things will going to be added to me. So we thank you for it right now. We thank you for it right now. In Jesus' mighty name. Can you give those who've been baptized one more hand clap? Come on, turn to him. Praise God for that. Thank you. Thank God for you. Hallelujah. Before you leave, I want you to find two people. Let them look at your grill, whatever you got in it. Biggest, big smile, whether you're shining, gliding, or rhyming. Go ahead and let them see your teeth. Give them a hug, a high five, and tell them they are special. I love you. We'll see you here soon. Amen.